Hi everyone, welcome to the weekly stock market update. As we're getting towards the end of the year and also what might be a market bottom, it might be, let's have a look in a moment, I'm getting closer to changing from being risk averse to being a bit more risk neutral and that means closer to uh, getting into more stocks. So let me look at those uh, uh, investments for you. And first of all, just an overview of the market. That it, I'll just put myself over here. Uh, that's a measure of valuation based on price earnings ratios. Red means overvalued. And yet again, we get banks, energy, oil and gas, some of the insurance companies showing up as the most undervalued sectors or sectors with the most undervalued companies. Who's been doing well this past week? Well, virtually everybody except energy and banks. They're Presumably, some of the money's rotating out of those, but they're undervalued. And everybody else who's overvalued has been going up in price and performance. What does that tell you? Why did we look at valuation? Well, we looked at it to show that the momentum's probably short-lived because it's not sustained by value. And the value companies, which have generally been doing well, people have obviously been taking some of the profits out of that and putting it into some of these others. Uh, I'd rather be in the undervalued ones, and again, showing you by price earnings growth ratios, it's energy stock still. And you might say, well, how can they be undervalued for so long? Well, the market is probably not keeping up with the massive rise in profits these companies are making uh, and exceeding expectations. We're quite slow as humans to change our expectations. They don't go from negative to positive in one go. They take incremental steps. So, you can see which sectors in particular look attractive. Let's actually look at the individual companies, and in particular, some of the bellwethers. Now, before we do that, let's look at the S&P 500 that you can see over here. I'm going to draw some very, very important uh, figures here for you. This is where we are. We are right at the peak of this upper band channel. Now, for those who think that this trend and will continue, which started a few months ago, they'd be the most optimistic and they would be expecting about a 20% return in the next six months at the same rate of growth. Okay, so this rate of growth continues. If instead we get a bit more profit taking and the price moves somewhere into this band, then you're going to get anywhere between a 16 to a 30% decline. Where are we at the moment? Well, we're certainly getting more of an upward momentum. Well, you can see that from the prices. Is it too early to call the bottom? I'd really need to see this channel break out, which means I might have to wait another week to see if we actually do make a significant rise through there. Of course, what could happen is, or all that happens, is that we simply jump out of that and then start moving lower on the outside of it. In other words, worst case, you go up and then you just keep going down like this anyway. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. I think if we make a break here, then that's it. It's it's probably going to be something closer to that and new all-time highs next year. So let's just wait and see what happens in that. So if you remain risk-averse, you're going to wait another week. If you're a bit more risk-loving, you'll start getting into some of the individual stocks. Let's look at those individual stocks to see if they give us clues into direction. This is Apple, and it's at that lower band right here. Will it hold on? Probably. And if it does... The bull case is, or the bullish case is, a 67% return. And the bear case is a 12% return. So either way, Apple seems to look rather attractive. I don't think it's about to fall off a cliff and go down there anymore. 
Uh, if you're risk averse, you'll wait another week and see which way the broader market moves. If you're more risk loving, you might get in. If you're absolutely risk loving and a little bit demented, you might even do two times leverage Apple. Uh, but I think that's taking on a bit more risk than is justified in this environment. Let's look at Microsoft then. Where are we on Microsoft? We're up about here, which is halfway uh, along that channel. And it could go that, it can do that, right? Not much to say to you. What I can say is I like the company. I don't mind holding it and it's forming a base. It's probably going to take another few weeks before we know whether or not that goes up in that direction. If you're risk loving, you don't wait. You get in now. If you're risk averse, you wait. It's that simple. Okay. Amazon did fall below its lower channel there. Uh, which, as I said, I don't think Apple will do. And it did do that. And the question now is, can it go back up along here? If it does, that gives you a 50% return in the next year. And it's on track to do it. That's all I can say. Uh, it's on track to do it. it. Isn't guaranteed to do it. It's on track to do it. Meta is one of those which didn't just fall off a lower channel. It just fell off a cliff. Far worse than I thought it would. Of course, my money's safe. It's not about to go bankrupt. There's the bottom there's the projection were it to do in two years back to its all-time highs, which would give it a 340% return. Well, it's sort of on track to do it. Will it do it? Well, there's the, there's the mountain. I don't know if it'll do it, but that's not a bad reward if it does. Even if it does half of that in two years, you're happy. If it does 10% uh, of that and in, in gives you 34% return, not 340, you're happy. So there's more upside, I think, with Meta than there is downside. Costco, as you know, one that I've liked for a very long time, despite that 33% peak to trough drop. Uh, and it's one of those which has just been going up and up and up. And there's been quite a few of those this year. You know, people go, oh, the markets are down. Yeah, that's what down means. But you can be down and still be going longer term up. Uh, Costco most recently has fallen a little bit, seems to be going sideways. Uh, would it, is it one I'd get into today? Probably not today, but that's anyway the projections we've got going forward a few more bellwethers well paypal bit like meta hugely disappointing very much a surprise at how much it did drop 77 percent. but a company in for the long term and you look at that that's the direction we're saying from this base that in two years it'll give you a 40 percent return and it's on track to do it. of course the journey becomes a bit like this wobbly and up and down roller coaster but those are the projections we're looking at for paypal Johnson & Johnson, you've got the bull, base, and bear cases I've put on screen there. And you can see on a bear case, in a year, you get minus 3%. On a bull case, you get 12%. You might say, sorry, 12% is not enough for me. Uh, but And Johnson & Johnson really is for the sort of pension funds and the more risk-averse. Katera Energy, this is where with the energy stocks, now you get a bit of zip. You get a bit of excitement. 51% return is the projection from that recent low. Uh, and it's en route to do it. That's the return. That's the time scale. That's the direction of travel. As long as it doesn't fall below that, you're fine. It might do that, but as long as it doesn't fall below. Similar story with Halliburton. We're looking at 81% from that low, and we marked it when that low happened. It's on track to do it. Similar story with Math and All. We're looking at a 70% return uh, for there, and that's where we are at the moment, and it's on track to do it. 23 in terms of Occidental, it's where we are, it's what we're projecting, it's what we expect. 156% with Devon, 12 months, those are the returns that I'm expecting. As long as it doesn't fall below this too far, 
then we're fine. It is getting a bit toppy, but energy is relatively undervalued, so let's just keep an eye on it uh, for now. Marathon Petroleum, similar kind of story. 60%, 12 months. Okay. Now, as you know from previous months, the reason I've shown Adobe is, again, a tech bellwether, as it were, and, and just showing a good company, how much it can fall, uh, and where are we with it? Because I think it's in, it's instructive of other things. This monthly MACD and the stochastic weekly and monthly suggest that there's some kind of base forming. Uh, it's not quite breaking out, but there will come a point where this 280 turns into a 100% return as it goes up there. That's, I mean, that's the game. That's the expectation. That's what should happen. Uh, Eli Lilly, 40% return is what's expected. You can see where we've drawn on there, where we think it'll trade within. The British pound, well, that's already done what I'd said, and it's taken a lot less time. So we projected it here that it'll take maybe two years to get to one spot 22. It's already done it, and it's given us that return uh, in no time. And because Forex is leveraged, that's been a crazy bumper year for us, but only by accident because this sterling thing happened. And when that happened, as you've seen from my Telegram channel, my LinkedIn post, and everywhere else I could scream, oh my God, there's a shed load of money to be made. So we'll have made more in foreign currency this year than we will have done in stocks uh, just from that sterling US dollar trade. And it was one of the few where I've, every penny I could get my hands on would go into. United Health Group, there we are with that. And the projections, and you can see the channel, you might print that out and say, as long as it stays with that, we're, we're, we're all fine. APA, similar story, 70% is the projection from where we've drawn it. Have a look at my campaign for a million.com. Hopefully that gives you an idea of the markets and the way to think about things at the moment. Have a look at my campaign for a million.com. Links in the bio. Hope you found that useful. Thank you very much.